It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Well, romantic St. Valentine's Day has come and gone, and Chester A. Riley almost went with it. The combination head and heartache that befell our favorite blunderbuster ace started right before St. Valentine's Day. Riley was sitting in his Morris chair, newspaper in hand, when his 13-year-old son, Junior, entered the room. Pop. Pop, wake up. Take a pen. Oh, oh, hello, son. I was just reading. Uh, Pop, can I can I ask you something? Well, sure thing, Junior. You won't laugh at me, will you? Now, Junior, what do you take me for? You can tell your dad anything. He'll understand. Well, you see, I've got a girl. He's <laughs> 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 got a girl. <laughs> Junior's got a girl. Junior's got a girl. Oh, now, you said you wouldn't laugh. Oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Junior. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Well, well, soon it'll be Valentine's Day, and, and I was wondering if I should send her a card. Of course you got to send her a card. Why, Valentine's Day is a day that's set aside for lovers. No, love. It's a pain in the neck, if you ask me. No, Junior. Junior, you got the wrong attitude. You're growing up. You're getting beyond the birds and bees stage. You're now in the live girl stage <laughs> I'd better wise you up You see, son, love is... is, is All a... I want to know is if I should send a Valentine card I told you, send her the best card that money can buy Well, I got 50 cents, that ought to buy a nice card 50 cents, is that all she means to you? Why, she'll say, that junior, what a cheapskate well, I saw a real beautiful card with lace and everything. It cost about $3. Now you're talking. You're right, Pop. That's the one I'll send her. Will you lend me two and a half dollars? <laughs> Junior, where's your pride? Are you going to spend all that money on a dame who called you a cheapskate? <laughs> oh, but you said if you like a girl, you, you shouldn't send her a cheap card. Look, Junior. I'm in love with your mother, ain't I? Yes. I think she's the most wonderful woman in the world, don't I? Oh, yeah. She lives only for me. Day in and day out, she slaves just to make me happy. And how do I show my appreciation? Look at the Valentine card I'm going to send her. Look, ain't that the cheapest thing you ever saw? Well, I'll say it's cheap. That's a ten-cent card. Five cents, including a three-cent stamp. <laughs> but your mother won't mind, because she's got me. And that's enough for any woman. Hi there, Gillis. Oh, oh, hi, Riley. Be with you in a minute. I, I just want to finish reading this here letter. Oh. Who's it from? Riley, it ain't polite to pry when other people is reading mail. But since you insist on knowing, it's from the gas company. And it says, unless you pay the enclosed bill immediately, we shall be obliged to suspend service. Oh, well, you better pay up, Gillis. You better pay up. It's your letter. <laughs> Gillis, you've been opening my mail again. Stop complaining. Businessmen hire secretaries to open their mail. I do it free. 
<laughs> You've got no Don't right Don't to... get excited. The postman left a batch of your mail at my house by mistake. I thought it was for me. Is that little package there, is that mine too? Yeah, only it's for your missus. Peg? Who's it from? Says on the outside, uh, from Sidney Monahan. Monahan? What's he sending Peg packages for? He's an old boyfriend of hers, ain't he? Oh, that was all over long ago. Besides, when it came to a showdown, she married me instead of him. Yeah, but she's a lot smarter now. <laughs> he stays at your house every time he's in town, don't he? That's just because he's a chiseler. He never meant anything to Peg. Ah, but he's very attractive to women. He's got looks, brains, money. He's a spender. What have you got to offer a woman? I got, uh... I got, uh... <laughs> well, I got... Gillis, you've got to stop spying on me. <laughs> Riley, I'm trying to help you. This here package he sent her. What do I care? He can send her anything he wants. It means absolutely nothing to me. Shake it a little. Maybe we can tell what's in it. <laughs> Better make sure. Open it. No, no. I trust my wife. Well, I trust my wife, too. But if I was you, I'd take this package and... Oh, look what happened. The string broke. By accident. <laughs> Put that penknife away, Gillis. I told you not to open it. Hand it over. Take it easy now. Now look what you've done. You tore the wrapping off. I'll put it back. Hand it over. Oh, now you pulled the cover off of the box. Something fell out. Well, I ain't looking. Whatever it is, pick it up and put it back in the box. I got my eyes shut. I can't even see that locket. <laughs> locket? He's sending her a locket. In the shape of a heart. Genuine gold. There's a note, but, but don't dare read it. It says, uh, to my face and only Valentine. That's no use. I got my eyes shut. In grateful appreciation of your past hospitality and hoping to see you real soon, Sidney. Uh, what a nerve, sending Peg this locket. Yeah. Trying to show me up, that's why. Trying to make Peg think I'm a cheapskate. Riley, you're in trouble. There's only one thing to do. Here's my pen. Well, what for? Sign your name to Monaghan's note. No. And then sign Monaghan's name to your crummy car. No. <laughs> sure, you give Peg the locket. It ain't right. She'll think Monaghan gave her that car. No, it ain't fair. All's fair in love and war, and marriage is war. <laughs> Here, here's my pen. I won't sign it. You got it. You're doing it for your family. No. For your home. No. For your kids. No. For your future. No. This thing is bigger than you are. You're doing it to save the American way of life. Give me that pen and God bless America. <laughs> Riley, I'm awful busy right now. Do you know what day this is? Oh, I haven't got time for riddles. I told you I'm busy. But this is a very, very special day. Darling, it's payday. <laughs> no. Riley, I'm busy. Dumplin', it's Valentine's Day. All right. Now, Dumplin', that's no attitude. This is one day when you got to have a heart full of love. This is Monday, and i got a tub full of your underwear. <laughs> Close your eyes, Dumplin'. Now, look, Riley, let's cut out the ceremony. Just hand me the card. <laughs> no, no, this year is different. I got something better than a card. Here. Why, Riley, what is it? Open it up. <gasps> Why, <laughs> Riley, you darling. A locket. You got me a locket. Gold. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Just beautiful. 
Oh, darling, how can I ever thank you? Oh, don't thank me. Thank the mailman. I mean... <laughs> don't mention it. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, this, uh, this here card came for you in the mail. I opened it by mistake. Why, it's from Sidney Monaghan. Is that a fact? A Valentine card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, after all the times he stayed at our house, you'd think he might manage more than a ten-cent card. Five cents. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's all it did cost him. Two cents if you leave out the stamp. <laughs> well, once a cheapskate, always a cheapskate. Now, ain't you glad you married me? Huh? And why shouldn't I be? I've got the sweetest, the most generous husband in the world. Darling... I never told you this before, but when I married you, that was the best thing that could have happened to you. And it worked, huh, Riley? Yeah, sure, it worked all right. Peg didn't suspect a thing, only... Only what? Well, I'm sorry I did it. What? You nuts! You got Peg eating off your hand. What more do you want? But I'm a hypocrite and a liar and a cheat. So you'll never be an Eagle Scout. So what? <laughs> Relax. Be happy. I can't. It's my conscience. I always got to play fair. And giving Peg that locket wasn't fair to Monaghan. Fair? When are you going to wise up, Riley? In this world, it's dog-eat-dog. -dog. Yeah, but... You got to make up your mind what you're going to be, a Great Dane or a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> Well, yeah, but... You can't go through life with your tail between your legs. You gotta size up your opponent. Then you bear your fangs, sharpen your claws, and tear them to pieces, right? Woo! I mean... Uh... Right. Now you're talking. Sure. What am I worrying about? As long as Peg is happy, that's the main thing. It sure is a beautiful locket. Look at it. Hey, what are you doing with it? Well, I'm gonna surprise Peg. I'm gonna engrave an inscription. To Peg with love from Sydney. I mean, uh, from Riley. That's cute. Say, Gillis, you know, this locket don't look as shiny as it did. Just needs a little polish. Yeah, I'll breathe on it and... <sighs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Holy smoke, look, it turned green. Did you have garlic for supper? No, no, it's just tin with gilt paint. It rubbed off. It's a phony. <laughs> That's a hot one. Wait till your wife finds out you gave her a cheap hunk of fake jewelry. <laughs> Gillis, I'm in trouble. I should never have made believe that locket was from me. What'll I do? Simple. All you've got to do is get another locket just like this one. Only real gold before Peg finds out. Yeah, but that'll set me back ten bucks and I'm broke. Uh, Gillis, old pal, you got paid today. Lend me some money. Huh? Lend you money? Are you crazy? <laughs> I'll pay you back Saturday. How do I know? I give you my word. You just said you're a cheat and a liar. How can I take your word? <laughs> you can trust me. When I said I was a cheat, I was really lying. Honest. <laughs> okay, I believe you. Only I'm broke. My wife took all of my pay. She grabs it every week. Oh, that's awful. Gillis, you gotta help me. I'm desperate. Go go get some dough from your wife, will you? Will you? I'll thank you not to give me no advice concerning how to handle my wife. Oh, yeah, you're always telling me how to handle my wife. Well, of course, your wife I can handle. My wife I want nothing to do with. <laughs> Good night. Gillis, wait, come back. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Ralph will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in a moment. And now, it's Tallulah time. 
I'm Tallulah, the tube of Prowl, and I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah, the tube of Prowl, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me. Yes, folks, Tallulah's right. For hair that looks swell, just use Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Because Prell leaves hair radiant the very first time you use it. Yes, more radiant than any soap shampoo. Soft, smooth, easy to manage. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. Try it the very next time you shampoo. Try Prell. Before rejoining Riley's ruined romance, I'd like to tell our friends who've written us for details that the new Life of Riley motion picture will have its world premiere two weeks from tonight in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, on Friday, March 4th, a great, big, hilarious slice of the Life of Riley will open at the RKO Grand Theater in Cincinnati. And very soon, all your favorite Riley characters will be on the screen in your community, starring Riley himself, William Bendix, in a movie you won't want to miss. Now, Prell Shampoo brings you the second act of the Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. And Riley's desperately in the need of $10. He has tried to borrow everywhere, but to no avail. Now, finally, he has turned to crime. The coast is clear. Oh, I never thought I'd sink as low as this. A common criminal. I should never have stolen that locket. But it's too late now. One crime leads to another. Well, I'd better get to work. Wait a minute. First, make sure I got everything. Flashlights, sneakers, gloves, muscle-leave fingerprints. Oh, yes, a mask. Can't take no chances. Now, a chisel and a hammer. The burglar alarm! Shot! Oh, no, you don't. I got you. Drop my piggy bank. Junior. Junior, get off of me. Well, Pop, it's you. I thought it was Babs. I had an alarm rigged up in case... Well, so it's you, Pop. No, no, you were right the first time. I'm Babs. You can't recognize me with this mask. Oh, I know it's you, Pop. Listen, Junior, I'm your father. When I say I'm your sister, you gotta believe me. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's no use. He outsmarted me. What's the idea of rigging up that alarm? You want to wake up the whole neighborhood? Well, Babs is always broke, so I figured she might want to... You've got a very suspicious nature. You should trust your sister. Uh, I guess you're right. From now on, I'll trust her. Junior. <laughs> Junior. Say something. Don't stand there looking at me like that. I know how you feel, son. I know it's a terrible thing for a boy to go through life knowing that his father would steal money, so... So to make you feel better, lend it to me. <laughs> well, gee, Pop, I can. I need that dough. Junior, I'm begging you. Well, well, I'll ask Mom. No, 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 she mustn't know. But if I give it to you, she'll find out the bank is empty and she'll ask questions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but I know. We'll make it look like a real robbery. I'll hit you on the head with this hammer and... <laughs> No, that, that's no good. Junior, you gotta lend me the dough. If you don't lend it to me, after all I've done for you, when you was a baby, I... 
Okay, Pop. Okay. Gee whiz, don't start bawling. Take the money. Thanks, I already did. <laughs> My locket's gone. I put it in the drawer well, when I went to... don't get excited. Don't get excited. Here it is. Well, what are you doing with it? Well, I, uh, I took it to put on an inscription. I, I wanted to surprise you. Look. <laughs> to peg with love. Oh, that's sweet of you, dear. I knew you'd like it. <laughs> Riley, you know, this locket looks different somehow. Different? Well, no, it, it can't. It's the same as the other, uh... uh well, it, it seems brighter somehow. Uh, well, you... Uh, well, I, 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 I had it polished. <laughs> oh, well, that explains it. Yeah, it sure does. Hi. Hey, uh, what's that you got there, Mom? Oh, you didn't see it, dear. Your father gave me this lovely locket for St. Valentine's Day. A locket? Oh, so that's Look, what... Junior, look, look at the cute inscription inside. Guess what it says? Crime doesn't pay? Junior... <laughs> What an odd thing to say. Oh, Riley, darling, I can't tell you how much this locket means to me. I know it took a lot of scrimping and saving. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I would. <laughs> Junior, go out and play. Uh, uh, Peg, ain't you got someplace to go? You, you're all dressed up. Oh, yes, I'm going downtown. I got uh, loads of shopping to do. You want to come along and help me carry some parcels? Well... Peg, if, if you don't mind, I, I think I'll lie down in the front room and take a nap. I'll, I'll see you when you get back. Oh, well, I better get going. There's a dozen places I gotta go to. Hello? Yes? Yes, this is Mrs. Riley. Yes? Yes. Thank you. Well, of all the nerve. What is it, Mom? That was a wire from Sidney Monaghan. He's coming on the six o'clock train, and as usual, he expects to stay with us. He must think we're running a boarding house. I got a good mind to... Oh, well, I guess we'll have to do it for your father's sake. He's fond of Sidney. Uh, why don't you meet him at the station, Mom? Well, I will not. Well, you'll have a lot of parcels, and make him take you home in a cab. Well, uh... <laughs> That's a very good idea. I will. It's time that Graft and Sidney Monaghan paid for something around here. Hey, Pop, I'm going over to Edgar's. Oh, still snoozing. It's cold in here. Maybe I'd better cover him up. No, Sonny, never cover them up while they're still snoring. <laughs> It's you, Mr. Odell. Oh, Pop's asleep. I'll wait till he opens his eyes. It's always a novelty. <laughs> uh, Mr. Odell, I gotta go next door. When Pop wakes up, will you tell him Sidney Monaghan's coming on the Super Chief and he'll be here for supper? Certainly, Junior. Oh, thanks. You haven't been around lately, Junior. Why don't you come over and play with my dear little boy, Moss Bank? Well, he's just a kitty. He won't play basketball or anything. All he wants to do is take his little shovel and go over to an empty lot and dig holes. <laughs> so long. Hmm. Just because, because my boy dig holes, they look down on him. Well, someday he'll look down on them. <laughs> Good grief, how that man can snore. <laughs> Riley, wake up. Hey, huh? Huh? 
Well, well, what's the matter? Where am I? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Let me out of here. Relax, man. You're in your own home. Huh? Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, hiya, Digger. Where's Junior? Next door. He told me to tell you Sidney Monaghan's arriving on the train and will be here for supper. Oh, oh Monaghan. Uh, Monaghan? Did you say Monaghan? Monaghan? That's what I said. Monaghan. M as in mortician. O as in obituary. N as in natural. A as in autopsy. H as in hers. A as in angel. And N as in National Association of Undertakers. <laughs> Oh, this is terrible. Oh, I'm a goner. Come, come, man. Don't despair. As we say in our profession, a man may be down, but he's never out until he's carried. <laughs> what is the problem? Well, Monaghan sent Peg a locket for Valentine's Day, and I opened the box and gave it to Peg, and I told her I bought it. Oh, Riley, how could you? Well, For shame. What will your dear spouse think when she learns of your dastardly duplice attack? Uh, well, it'll, it'll break her heart. You must do something. We must spare her the anguish. As we say in my profession, don't get in too deep. Well, it's too late. Oh, there's still time. Go to the station. Head off this Monaghan and prevent him from coming here. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. It's my only chance. And let me leave you with a word of advice, you snooping wretch. Never be nosy. Others have tried it. Never open a box unless you're inside it. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Sydney! Yoo-hoo! Sydney! Peggy Pie, you came to meet little Sydney. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. <laughs> Nice to see you again. Say, I never expected you to meet me. Oh, I happen to be in the neighborhood. Oh, my, these packages are heavy. You know, I had a reservation at a hotel, but then I said to myself, if I don't stay with the Rileys, they'll never forgive me. Uh, oh, we'd forgive you. Oh, you're just saying that to be polite. <laughs> Say, that's a mighty pretty locket you got there. Oh, do you like it? Well, the question is, do you like it? I certainly do. Riley gave it to me for a valentine. Yeah, I... <laughs> hey, Riley gave it to you? Why, that locket, why, I... <laughs> why, what's wrong, Sidney? Nothing, it's this California air. It sticks in my throat. <laughs> well, let's go. Just a minute, Sidney. There's, uh... There's something funny about this locket. Oh, no, no, no. Looks fine on you. Riley has good taste. Uh, Sidney, I, uh, I didn't thank you for what you sent me on St. Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't mention it. Uh, they were delicious chocolates. Well, I'm glad you liked them. Well, let's go. Wait a minute, Sidney. You know you didn't send me any chocolates. You sent me this locket, didn't you? No, Peggy, And I, that I... husband of mine must have opened your parcel and took credit for it. Oh, when I get hold of him, I'll... Oh, now, now, don't be too tough on that big, uh... He must have had some reason for... Well, I better call home and tell the kids we're on our way. I'll only be a minute. I'll meet you at the information booth. Oh, that Riley. What a character. Sidney! Sidney! Riley, old pal. What? 
I thought I'd never find you. Come on, Sidney. Well, take it easy. Peggy. Oh, Peg. Peg didn't come with me. That, that, that's what I wanted to tell you. You, 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 you can't stay at our house. I, I, I can't? No, I, I ain't got a house. You, you see, Peg, uh, uh, Peg, uh, Peg has left, left me for good. And she took the kids in the house with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Peg left you. Right? Yeah, she's... Chester uh, Riley. Peg! Peg, you, you've come back to me. What? She's come back to me. But ain't that wonderful, Sydney? Now we can go on a second honeymoon. Goodbye, Sydney. Come on, darling. Well, I don't know what you're raving about, but don't you darling me. Yeah, but don't... Please, I know all about your little trick with Sydney's locket. Oh, Oh, he squealed on me. He did not. I found out myself. Oh, I should have realized from the very beginning that you're not the kind of a husband who'd be thoughtful enough to buy his wife a locket. Now, wait a minute. I resent that. That ain't true. I am the kind of a husband who'd give his wife a locket. I'll prove it to you. I happen to have it here with me. Here, look at it. That green monstrosity. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I forgot. It's green. <laughs> Sure, and a happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Makushla. <laughs> Arise will return in just a moment. It's Prell Care for more radiant hair. Yes, Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Even in hardest water, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any other leading cream shampoo, with no trace of soap film to dim the natural highlights of your hair. And Prell removes ugly dandruff quickly in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. And just one trial will prove there's nothing like that handy Prell tube for easy shampooing. Try it yourself. As Tallulah says... I'm Tallulah the tube of Prell And I'll make your hair look swell It'll shine, it'll glow so dandruff-free For radiant hair, get a hold of me Tallulah but Peg, I keep telling you, why don't you believe me? Sydney sent you the cheap locket that turned green. I went out and bought that genuine 14-carat gold locket that you're wearing. Oh, stop, Riley. I wasn't born yesterday. I don't believe a word you're saying. But it's true. Honest. Sydney's locket looked just like this here gold one that I bought you. But Sydney's wasn't genuine like this one, because when I wanted to polish it up, I blew on it like this, and sure and a happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Mapushla. Procter and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Ship, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair, free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. I found a wonderful soap for dishwashing. It's positively ideal. That must be... Yes, indeed. Wonderful ivory snow. Prove to yourself how wonderful ivory snow really is for dishwashing. Let your hands tell you why. 
Use ivory snow in your dishpan as millions do. When you see how it pampers your hands, helps keep them soft and white, you will know ivory snow's ideal for dishes. You see, it's ivory mild, ivory pure, so it is extra kind to hands. Yet, ivory snow is so fast, it's granulated for instant sudsing. Remember, ivory snow is the only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. There's no other soap like it. Yes, for speedier dishwashing for snow-white hands, it's... Wonderful Ivory Snow. This is Ken Niles reminding you to tune in this NBC station every Friday night for Jimmy Durante, Eddie Cantor, Red Skelton, and The Life of Riley. The preceding program was transcribed. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.